Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss the sabotaging boss. All right, so Todd, this one is also comes from a listener, and uh, let's pick a let's pick an alias for him. I don't know. Let's just go with something like Chidi. Okay, That's, you know it's a common name in Ethiopia or someplace. Yeah, um, Chidi. So here's Chidi's horror story. He says this: As a young lawyer, I was in a very unhealthy and highly competitive law firm. In an attempt to discredit me and avoid embarrassment for one of the firm's, quote, fair-haired boys, I was assigned what looked like an unwinnable case for a very important client. Get this. They gave it to me three days before trial in federal court. Oh, my goodness. They purposely tried to sabotage my career. So this is what he said. I mean, he he clearly felt this was a case of sabotage. Sure. We don't know why, perhaps, yet, other than maybe there's other preferred people in the firm. Sure. So I got to share the rest of the story. He said this. He goes, I won the case. Yoo-hoo! Way to go, Chidi. Yeah. yeah. He says, but before word got out, I went back to the office where the partners were waiting to chew me out. I like this. He goes, I let them yell at me for making the client angry for a while (laughs) before I told them I had won. What, what so, a great victory dance that must have been. Score one for Chidi. Yeah. Comes back. I can just picture it. I'm picturing like Boston legal. Like yeah. these guys smoking a cigar on the roof. Yeah. And Chidi walks in yeah. and says, okay, I'm done. Yeah. And then he just lets him go and he, te- he, he tells him he won. The, here's the kicker. Here's what the guy said. Well, you know, he said the first thing the guy said was that if he thought that the case was winnable, he would have assigned it to another lawyer. His fair-haired boy. Yeah, he he, he actually told them that. Yeah. So, so th- these are a couple of dudes who they don't really care that yeah. Chidi knew he was being thrown under the bus, right? Singled out, sabotaged. Crazy. I, I well, I really like this story a lot on a lot of different levels, and <laughs> one is uh, can't make this stuff up. No, well, and bravo to Chidi for. Uh, basically doing the impossible task like you know that he he had gotten dealt a bad hand and he pulled it off extremely well and that had to be a really fun victory dance for him oh my but i love the notion of sabotage in the workplace and really starting to understand like what what constitutes sabotage and then how do you detect when sabotage is going on how do you respond to that and then when you pull it off like this how do you leverage that to be able to take your career to the next level oh i think this is going to be rich there's a lot a lot of great questions in there but before we do that is is there any hope for these bosses oh absolutely we do boss bad boss rehab yeah so unlike some of the other bad bosses that we have and one of this is really to understand was this truly sabotage or not so were they trying to drive cheaty out or were they just trying, to, or was Chidi just a the most expendable within the yeah, firm that they yeah. were like, okay, well, sounded like to, that, yeah. But either way, I think framing up the impossible task with a little bit more of a challenge can, even if it is sabotage. Let's assume the bosses had sabotage; they could have pulled it off as sabotage more effectively by pulling Chidi in and saying, "Look, we got this impossible task, 
and we understand the cards are stacked against you and being able to do this. But we looked around and we thought, who's the guy that can pull this off the best? <laughs> Cheaty. We thought you were the guy to be able oh. to handle that. And to you be able to explain why. for that? No, not at all. Okay. But I think being able to explain more of the why behind this, I think would help been more effective. Wait, how do you know they didn't? They Maybe they took that approach. They could have. Now, they, now, if they really wanted him to fail, they, they would have waited until one day before the case was to right, right. appear in federal right. court. But they gave him three whole days. Here's, I mean, I'm here's, just here's the lesson. If you're going to sabotage somebody, <laughs> put them down. Don't give them three yeah, days to prepare. Apparently, they gave him plenty of time. I yeah. can just see I can see young Cheaty here, right? This young lawyer. I'm picturing Tom Cruise in like a movie about lawyers. Yeah. And he's like, Screw this. I'm going to win this darn case. Right. He spends two nights, you know, drinking coffee, <laughs> you know, the assistants, they're running around. He's in the, like, he's, he made this happen. Right. So, so mo- more power to him. So, so bad boss, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I've never worked in a law firm, but I, I think, I think sometimes law firms have some pretty, pretty big ego people sure. in there, right? So they, maybe this happens, but, um, you know, clearly, you know, there's favoritism going on here. Yeah, we're talking about sabotaging in this in this podcast, but but what led to the sabotage was there some sort of favoritism going sure. on? And I think you said I think I think Chidi was expendable, is an important client, and they they figure we're going to take the hit on this. Yep. Let's not let's not put our fair haired boy out and and give him a black eye. Let's right. let's let's save him. Let's put him on the bench and let Chidi take the take the hit. Right. So so you know I don't know if that if that's a real thing in law firms or not, but. Sure. Um, you know, it, it it doesn't seem like it's a very fair thing to do. Let's explore the notion of what constitutes sabotage and how okay. do you detect sabotage. So, so to me, if this to be sabotage, it really has to be a I'm either trying to make you look bad or I'm either. Well, I guess it's the same thing. I'm either trying to make you look bad or I'm trying to get you out of the organization. So I'm trying to add so yeah. much stress uh, to the situation where it becomes unbearable for you to be able to to deal with this or enough failure takes place that uh, you look so bad that you can't redeem a face. So certainly understanding that there's direct animosity um, or mm-hmm. other parts of not being able to stand the person would start to be hints that maybe a part- particular yeah. sabotage is going on. Yeah, I'm not sure this. If, I'm not. You know, I'm not calling. I'm not saying Chidi's made made a mistake in his assessment here. But sure. um, if you really look at it, it what would have happened if Chidi had lost? Yeah, yeah. It was an unwinnable case. Right. Would he? Would his career have been damaged in right. his firm? Right. Probably not. Right. If you think about it. Right. Um, unless they were really looking for a way to drive him out of the organization. Right. Right. And so I didn't get the impression that they wanted him out. Yeah. They just wanted to protect this other person. Yeah, but I, I guess part of the part of where they may have wanted him out was this whole notion of how they were there to chew him out about the client being angry. Like yeah, they, maybe they're they anticipated to. that. They yeah. just have to. That's they just have to. to they just supposed, they're supposed to yeah, do. Yeah, they have to do that. I don't know. I don't know. But I, but I think you've got some good questions there. You know, what? first of all, how do you spot sabotage? So is, I, is there a risk there in, th- in, in thinking that everything that happens to you that seems tough or challenging or every assignment that seems tough or challenging is sabotage i'm only paranoid because everybody's out to get me well yeah yeah no i i my psychiatrist told me that that i was paranoid but i don't think i can trust him i might (laughs) i might i might be a little naive and i might be a little too trusting but i find it's tremendously helpful to actually assume the opposite of that to assume the best of intentions and others because if i'm giving an assignment like this and I think it's sabotage that could motivate me to prove them wrong but it's more than likely to make me fall into a victim uh, style of language whereas if I feel like they gave it to me 
because they thought, well, this is unwinnable and this guy can't possibly pull it off is kind of an expendable thing. Okay. Then I'm like, oh, ho, ho, game on. Like, the, right. the game is afoot. Let's go make this happen. So you're really, you're really recommending in a case like this that you, you take him on as a challenge. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, it, so it's like self-talk, right? right. I mean, you, 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 can, uh, you can look at it as, you know, woe is me. Um, this is going to be really hard. I may look bad. Right. I might fail. Or, or, or you can do the positive thing, which you always do, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> is, I'm uh, so sorry. I'm going to just, uh, you know what? Gall darn it. I'm going to just win this thing. You know? And so I think that's great, though. No, no, in all seriousness, I think, that's, I think that's really, really good. Number challenge one. Challenge accepted. Take the challenge on. Um, Cheedy clearly did that. He won the stinking case. Wasn't supposed to. I love it. Yeah. I love it. But one thing I want to point out is that... Um, you know, just because it looks like sabotage, feels like sabotage, um, I don't think we need to always assume that it is sabotage. Right. You know, there well, are, there's there are danger cases, in right? calling it sabotage, even if it is it's sabotage. A, that's, a very, that's a very powerful word. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe this was. But, you know, we're not saying he didn't feel this way because he clearly felt this way. Right. But, but um, you know, have you ever heard of a situation where – you know, you, you've got a boss, and and the expectations are are ridiculous. I sure, mean, they just the, you, from your perspective, they're just they're asking too much. Right, it, it's easy to say, oh my gosh, he's trying to sabotage me. I don't, I so I don't know that I've ever worked with a boss or ever heard a boss talking about the fact of deliberately sabotaging a worker. I have, however, worked with uh, people who are bosses who have said, um, yeah, I'm <laughs> this person's not working out. And I'm just going to make their life so miserable. And, and yeah, that's a good point. And and there's a fine line between the two. I mean, one of that is kind of uh, engaging yeah. in like I just got to turn up the heat to be able to do this. And if that's giving them unwinnable yeah. cases, if that's giving them projects that are more right. likely to fail, uh, it's not sabotaging reason. a career as much as just sabotaging your job experience, your work right. experience, so right. that you want to quit for some right. reason. Now that that can impact credibility, but right. um, and and so part of this is is it truly stacked against you where you can't pull it off? Or if it's right. one where you can pull off, then I think to be able to do the challenge accepted and say, I'm going to work yeah. harder. I'm going to do the little extra part to be able to show them wrong. You can. It, it, it's almost it is much better to be given an unwinnable case that you win because given the un, like, like give me all the unwinnable right. cases. Yeah. Because if I don't win them, that's what was My expected. Yeah. And if I win them, I blow it out of the, the water. Give me a winnable case. Um, and then the expectation, <laughs> right? Exactly. That that's going to sabotage yeah, my career point. more yeah. than uh, the unwinnable. Yeah. So, yeah, I know it's a little bit of an optimistic thing, but being able to when when presented with sabotage, uh, right. to be able to look to that gift horse and say, "All right, this is a challenge that I can give it my full," and right. even if it doesn't come out to be declared a win. If I can demonstrate what I did around it and the expectations were such that I was going to lose it, then I've really got yeah. nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of with everything to gain. Yeah. I'm kind of with you on this. It's, I, I don't think this is all that common in, in this, in this regard where, where, where someone just has it out for someone and they sure. just, they try to, they, they make stuff up or they set them up in impossible situations. So I think, I think sabotage can be a little bit. Of a strong word, uh, but um, where I think I see sabotage happening more often yeah. is is in um, y- you know preventing opportunities to shine. Sure, for instance, we see that a lot where sure. where a boss is feeling threatened. Um, you got you got a new a new person on the staff, and that person is is got a lot of talent. You know, maybe you've got a lot of talent, and, and your boss is feeling 
you know, some concerns about, about his or her longevity um, because you're there and now maybe they're expendable. So there's, there's some desire to either kind of keep you down, keep you out of the limelight. You know, we right. had an important meeting with the executive committee. And so rather than have you present, I'm going to yeah. have you do all the work, create the, the PowerPoint deck, brief me on it, give me all the hip pocket information, and then I'll let you know how it goes. Well, yeah. So the subtle sabotage is much more common than the direct yeah, I sabotage. Right. I think you're right. And so not being able to, it, like not throwing people into the lion's den or where they're going to for sure fail, but more tamping them down and keeping them. Um, yeah. See that a lot more. Yeah. Where they can't grow. And so how do you deal with that type of sabotage? You cry. I mean, you <laughs> You stomp your feet. You, I don't, you know, it's the, the bigger the fit, the more likely you are to get out of it. Well, you know, it, this has happened to me a few times, um, and, and and it's happened because it, I'll be honest, it happens because I I was always hungry for more. Sure, like I wanted the limelight. Uh, you know, I wanted to be the one ambitious little. I was jerk. too ambitious. I I really was. Um, I I. I, I didn't step on a lot of throats, but I I wasn't. But certainly a lot of toes. You know, I you know this is about. Let's just be honest, okay. I, I, you know, we've talked about this. I consider myself a recovering bad boss in many ways. Yeah. Um, not not in the psychopath ways like some of the people we've talked about. I, but I've I've been I've been the, I've been a negligent boss in yeah. many ways because I was focused on the next step. Yeah. You know, I was never satisfied. I wanted to get promoted. I wanted the next level of responsibility. And and frankly, way way before I was do it. Yeah. And and I had a few situations where I felt like. I had a seasoned vice president who who f- just understood the political ropes and knew I wasn't ready. Yep. And I felt like I was being sabotaged. Sure. Like I, you know, put me in, coach. I yeah. I am, you know, what why can't I just come and pr- you know, sure. because you know, in it's a difficult situation because I don't think I was ready. Yeah. But he was in a situ- in a difficult situation because this was a very important meeting and a, or a very important uh presentation. And it reflected on his department. Sure. So, so there, you know, there's, there's sometimes there's reasons that the boss has for why we feel like we're like they're sabotaging us or, sure. or why we're being held down. But, but we don't see every, we don't see all of it, especially when we're kind of up and coming and we, you know, we're hungry. It's easy to have a lot of false reads for sabotage, yeah. right? Yeah. So to be given to be given something that there's a high likelihood. A failing could be development or, hey, it just needs to be done. And we got to give it to somebody or the other side of it of holding somebody back and not letting them pursue something could be a whole protection yeah. as opposed to sabotage. Yeah. And it's tough to tell the difference That's between the a two. a really good point. So yeah. I think I think maybe maybe we just we just remember that it, if it, it may not be sabotage, it may look and feel like sabotage. Yeah. But it, it's it, it sometimes you have to assume positive intent. Yeah. Which I think you said earlier. Yeah. Which I'm going to steal. I <laughs> I can't wait to be given the next project and be able to say, would you quit trying to sabotage my career? Yeah, I think it's always good to use really highly charged language emotionally. This yeah. is just another example yes. of you deliberately yeah. sabotaging my career. Yeah, I think that's going to go well for you. Use that. Use that. Oh, wait. Hey, Todd, you know what that bell meant? <laughs> the tells bells, yeah, which tells is, bells, which which is good because the the everybody here uh, at Granite City was starting to look around at me yelling at the yeah, table. But yeah. then when the bell went off, I think they looked. You're even getting more. animated. All right. you're getting right. animated. Well, so. let's start right off with this. How toxic is this situation? And is this a Barrett or Bale? It's Brave it or Bale. Bra- <laughs> the name of the podcast is Braving Bad Bosses. 
Uh, may, might might want to make a note of that. And so on a twenty-five to fifty-seven scale, no, we're no, twenty-five. It's a one to 10. <laughs> Do your homework, man. All right, so uh, I, I I never remember which end of the scale is which, but you know it doesn't really matter because we're not matter. keeping score. So on a on a one to ten scale, one being brave it out, ten being bail out. What would you recommend here for Chidi in this situation? I guess I'd brave it out a little bit and see what other examples of sabotage. And one of the avenues that I really wish we'd taken time to explore before Hell's Bells taking place was how do you play this out? So you've just mm. delivered the impossible task. Yeah. How do you play that to your advantage? I don't, yeah, that's a, you know, hopefully others noticed other than <laughs> these two knuckleheads, right, who assigned you this. <laughs> no, it can't hurt, right? Yeah, right, right. Right. It goes on my resume. That's right. one thing. Yeah. So I've got some, I've got a great story to tell my next interviewer. Yeah. That uh, I was given the unwinnable case and I hope. pulled it off. I hope. This is what I would say in that situation. Uh, if we know it was winnable, we'd given it to our fair hair <laughs> boy. Um, I just hope that next time you are given an impossible task and you're thinking about it, you know who's the guy who can deliver the impossible oh, task. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how that's going to go over, but it, but uh, it, c- it could work. Yeah. It All right, work. closing All right, closing yeah. comments for Cheedy. Number one, don't assume everything is sabotage just because it's hard. Check. Love it. All right. Number two, uh, I loved your approach. Take a positive approach. You know, you got a choice. You're, you're faced with what looks like an impossible task. You got a choice. You can You can curl up in a fetal position and you know complain about it or get on with it you can say i'm gonna i'm gonna show these guys and challenge yeah, accepted work yep. all night do what it takes blow yep. them away yep. so i think that's i think it's all about attitude that's yep. a good one yep yep i'd agree with that i think that's the right thing and i i actually kind of think it could be a little bit fun to start thinking about sabotage in the workplace and say because if you if you can translate oh that's sabotage and translate it immediately into a challenge I think it could be kind of a little fun game to be able to say, all right, I think I can do this. I can rise up above it. Kind of thinking about like bosses in a, in a uh, video game. Like how do I level up and be able to achieve this next thing? All right. All yeah. right. That's, that's, uh, that I'm getting, like I'm getting the crazy look from you. Like, yeah. boy, I don't know that that makes sense. Where, where's, where's Todd going on this one? <laughs> it works for me. I think it's a good strategy. Hey, the only way you can sabotage us in this podcast is oh. if you don't share your stories with us. Uh, I see what you did there. Do you like that? No. All right, you you do a better sabotage tie-in. <laughs> I just <sighs> sabotaged him. No, that's too that's too good. No, seriously, the best stories come from you, and so we we would love to hear from you. Go to our website, bravingbadbosses.com. Fill out your bad boss story. It doesn't have to be a, a horror story every time, but uh, you know, give us your scenario, give us your story from your real life situations, and we will do our best to use them in a future episode. Um, again, that's bravingbadbosses.com. Give us an impossible task of being able to help you through your worst case. We're up for it. Let's do it. On Game On.